welcome back. Welcome back. It's lights out. And away we go. And away we go. Um, episode six. six. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't actually know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely episode six. So welcome back to episode six. Thank you to all the listeners. Yeah, thanks to listen. Thanks to everyone. I think there's we've had like what 125 or something in total. I'll take it. Love yeah. it. Thank, yeah, thank you to you. all those people. Shout out to anyone who's listening now. Yes. Well done for listening to our absolute rubbish. Yeah. It is awful. I don't know why any of you listen to it. No, neither do I. No. But it's fun to do. It is fun And to I do. hope you enjoy it. Yeah, I am hoping you enjoy it. Hopefully you're wasting a good half an hour of your time on something that you enjoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted to start off with a question. Mm-hmm. Shoot. JJ, what is the best racing game of all time? Best racing game of all time. Oh, that's a hard one. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a few out there. Okay, throw a few out there. So you've got Need for Speed Underground. Oh, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. When I was thinking of this question, I did not think about the Need for what Speed games. What a game. What a game. Mate, that Lotus Elise was a joke. What a game. What a on game. The PS2. When you got the when you got the Bugatti, was it the Bugatti by the end? There was something, there was some hypercar you got at the end, I can't remember. Yeah, mate. But what a game. What a game. What a game. Carry on, next one. Um Mario Kart Wii. Oh my gosh, so good. Mario that Kart was, Wii. That was the one that I was gonna think, if you don't get it, mm. you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Because I <laughs> I still watch game. Mario Kart Wii YouTube. Like to this day. Do you? I watch yeah. But the new game's not the same as Wii. No, no, I watch the Wii. They still play the Wii. Who? Who are these people? It's like this guy called Troy TWD or something. Legend? I'm yeah. watching it. Yeah, mate, it's good. It's oh. really good. But I bet he's like a proper nerd. They're all they're all like insane. They like predict when the shock's gonna happen, so they're using the right power ups. And oh like, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. Okay, um, I'm so glad you said that one because I was gonna. But at the end of you saying all of them, yeah. I was gonna say it doesn't matter what you just said. It's wrong. I was gonna say Mario Kart's the best one because uh, that's my favorite yeah, one. I didn't, yeah. I've not played many, but carry on. Any others? Um, mm. Burnout Paradise. On the PS2. What a game. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what a game. Why, this was the best question to start off with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, the memories you are bringing back right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not stuff I've thought about. Like the crashing thing you had to do where you just pile down a highway yeah. and crash as many cars how, as you can. How crumpled could you get the front of the yeah. car? <laughs> oh what gosh. a game. And, um, Any others? You got obviously like Gran Turismo 4. That was good. Okay, I remember I used yeah. to do 24 hour races with my dad. Wow. And we'd like leave it running overnight, but then the computer would be in like last place because it sucked. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> about that one, but okay. Um, Gran Turismo is like, it's, it's, like a, it's supposed to be a bit more realistic. Okay. Um, I'm not, I've never been a Gran Turismo. I don't yeah. think I've ever played it. Um, the F1 games are all right. I have good memories on 2012, 2011, 2013 mm-hmm. F1 games. Um, okay. hmm. any, I don't know. Am I forgetting any others? Not, I, the only one in my head was Mario Kart. Hmm. And I was just waiting for you to not mention. You were waiting for me to not mention. Yeah, so that I could be like, haha, Mario Kart. Yeah, I think Mario Kart. If you be. had to pick one of those games to uh, race against for the rest of your life, you had to pick one of those. Mario Kart. Yes. You can play it with friends. 100%. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can play it with friends, so I'd pick Mario Kart. 100%. Who was your go to character? Oh, you're either Donkey Kong or Bowser. No. Yes. Funky Kong. Which one's Funky Kong? Is that the little guy? No, it's Donkey Kong, but he had like a red bandana and like sunglasses on. <laughs> it was sick. He was big though. You have to have a big strong yeah, character. Big, yeah, or I used to go dry bones and I used to go on a bullet bike. I love dry bones. But you bikes. get bumped everywhere and get flung off. Yeah, he's too weak. Yeah, yeah. He's too but weak. dry bones are pretty sick. And you always had to have a bike. Bikes were always faster than cars. Yeah, bikes were sick. Can you do a little wheelie? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you can do the wheelies. Yeah, yeah. And then what's the timing at the start of a race? It's three, 
to press. hold the button. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know, I really want to get a Wii, and that, I've, I've got I've been Wii. To get a Wii, and like, because um, I don't know what happened to our Wii, it like disappeared. But I want to yeah. get another one and then play some. Well, just come play at my house. I have it set up. Okay, it's been set up for like 10 years and hasn't moved. Oh. <laughs> it's been plugged in the whole time. Downstairs. Years. Downstairs yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll come. I'll come. And I'm going to batter you. <laughs> this gonna... weekend, we're not watching the F1, we're playing Mario. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. I enjoyed yeah. that. I thought that was going to be a good start. That was a good start. The, um, Thank you. Well, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> the reason... <laughs> if you can't tell what we're wearing, I guess if you can't see what we're wearing... Um, I'm wearing the colour of the team we're talking about. You are. And what team's that? Williams. <laughs> In my green jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Williams driving green. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. uh, you're wearing grey. Grey. So I'm closest to silver. So yeah. I'm Red Bull. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So I'm Aston Martin. You're Mercedes sort of. I'll we're talking it. about Aston Martin today. We are. Yeah. Okay, would uh, you like to kick this off or should I kick this off? Can you kick it off with their 2022 performance? I can talk about their 2022 performance. Okay. So, obviously everyone knows that the Constructors' Championship wasn't... They didn't do very well in their Constructors. Yeah. Do you know where they came? They came seventh, didn't they? Yes. So they, yeah. were, they, were, they really struggled. Um, start of the season, um, obviously the porting was a big thing for everyone, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a big thing for everyone, but it really hit Aston Martin hard. Mm. They were mm. was it? I think in testing they were just above Williams, just above Williams. I remember people saying that it's going to be between them two in last place, and mm. everyone being like, "Poor Seb." Exactly, they really messed it up. Really bad. Mm. I think they had problems with the side pods, um, which meant the floor. They had problems with the floor as well. Do you remember anything about the side pods at all? I know they changed it in pre-season. They did. They scrapped it so yeah. quick at the start of the season. They so then Mercedes it. did that as well. But Aston mm. Martin scrapped it because it was bad. Mercedes did it because they wanted to hide something. Yes. Which is funny. Course. Which is funny. Because they were both bad. They were both really bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I know they scrapped the side pods in testing. I know that... Didn't, didn't Lance Stroll again miss a bit of testing? I don't remember. Did he? I'm not 100% sure. But I know he, he had missed 2021... Or 2020 or 2022, okay. as well as 2023. Wait, hold on. But who... Vettel, start of 2021, was sick, wasn't he? 2022. Oh, 2022. Sorry. He had 2022. COVID 2022. Was it COVID in 2022? Yeah, he missed the first race at least. I think he came back in Australia. Okay. Yeah. And who drove for him? Who drove for him? I actually don't know who drove for him. Nico um, Hongelberg. Yeah. Hongelberg. How did he get on? Nico Ockenberg. Ockenberg. Yeah. Um, how did he get on? Did he do all right? I mean, he's quite, he's a very, he's a consistent driver. There's yeah. a reason why he's back in now in 2023. Yeah. He's consistent he's driver. consistent. But I mean, stepping in last minute for a driver with COVID, I don't think he did very well. I can't no. remember. No, can't neither remember. can I. No, neither can I. Um, yeah, so yeah, so he, okay, so anyway, start of the season, really struggled. Mm. Um, and by the end of the season, they were, they, I mean, they, uh, the evolution of that car over the year was quite good, actually. Yeah. Considering how f- far behind they were, by the end of the year, it, they did all right, to be fair. And I think mm. they man- they still were seventh, but they were just just kicking on sixth. They drew on points with Alpha. They drew on points with Alpha. But what Alpha was the won. reason? So what? Alpha 
got there because I think it had like a fifth place or something. Or maybe, yeah. Wait, Alpha had, wait, said that. Alpha, so Alpha had a fifth place. Yeah. Romeo, Alpha Romeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But So um, they won on point countback. So it's like... I see. So if you're drawing on points, it's then whoever has the highest finish. Then let's say... In that last race. In that uh, No, in over, over the season. Over so the whoever, season. Whoever had had the highest finish. I see. So let's say it's like 2007 where Alonso and Hamilton drew on points. Mm-hmm. And they both obviously won races because they came second in the championship that year. Yeah. Then it goes into how many wins you've got. Then if you're drawing on how many wins you've got, it's mm-hmm. how many second places you've got. I see. Yeah. And it okay. goes down to so the more. But you it, draw. yeah, it's never going to be that close, is it? Like, as in, like, it's not going to be like. You're never going to go all the way down to like ten. No, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah. But they did. They did draw on um, points, and they had to go to a number of wins. But Hamilton had one more win. Interesting. Okay, hmm. I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, so Aston Martin stronger end to the season. The car changed, though, didn't it? I'm pretty sure. Is it? It was. Oh, was it in Spain? It's Spain. They, it came out that they were. The green Red Bull? <laughs> yeah. No, and yeah. what was it? They were drinking cans of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at Spain, they brought out a new side pod. And yeah. I think just a whole new package. Okay. And it looks exactly like the Red Bull. Cheeky. Obviously, Cheeky. like, an older version of it, but like the Red Bull. And then um, uh, all the Red Bull um, on their pit walls, like Adrian New and everyone, they're all drinking green Red Bull cans. Love that. That is... Which is hilarious. That's great. That's great just banter. top banter. Great banter. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, so yeah why not so what, what was it that was in Spain you said yeah it was, uh, yeah I'm pretty sure it was in Spain and their season didn't really do very well until the end of the season where they started really racking in the points yeah whereas Alpha really dropped off which is why they were pretty close at the end mm. it's so funny though because obviously that team has a has a bit of a what's the word it's got a history yeah. Of not really sticking to its own ethos, is it? Yeah. It, it really does have a history, doesn't so it? So the it was the racing point, wasn't it, that copied the yeah. W eleven? Yeah, so the was, racing point Yeah. Copied the so if it was twenty nineteen, it'd be the W ten. The W ten. Yeah. So in twenty nineteen, uh, seasons they get to pre season. Are you sure it was a W ten? I thought it was yeah, 2019 would be W10. And 20... Oh, okay. Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Um, because the 2010 was the first card I brought out. That was a W01. Got you. Perfect. So That's a good always, way of remembering Yeah, now. just always add one. I'm going to use... Thank yeah. you. I'm going to use that. Carry yeah. on. Um, so 2019, they come into preseason testing, and their car is identical <laughs> to the old 2019 Mercedes. <laughs> you can't beat them. Join yeah. them. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. It's crazy. that they actually... It was like... Because they used to have a high rate car. Hmm. When you know what rake is, right? It's just yeah. how much, yeah, the car's rear, how high it is compared to the how low the fronts are. Yeah. Um, Which creates what? Well, in, downforce, in, I guess. In yes, downforce. But that would that be a more um, pointy front end, or would it be a more? Do you know? Would it be more unsteery, oversteery? Do you, have an, hmm. do you know? Um, it depends on how it works for the rest of the package. Really. Okay. Yeah, I think. If you have a more low-rate car, mm-hmm. you're more dependent on the floor of the car to generate the downforce. If you have a bit more of a high-rate car, it's a bit more about the overall airflow over the side pods and the, the, the inlets and everything Okay. to generate the downforce. Okay. So, Interesting question. I'd like to know more about that. Oh, that's something we should probably look up later. Yeah, we could probably look it up. Yeah. I'd love to know that. Um, but that is why low-rate cars are affected more by any change in the floor, which is why... 
in 2021 when the FI brought in a rule to cut like a massive chunk of the floor out. Mm-hmm. That's why it affected Mercedes and Racing Point. I see. Yeah. Okay. And that's why they were the only two cars affected because they were the only two cars with a low rate car. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's new. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. But that does take me on to a good point, actually. So 2019, they obviously copied the car. Yep. But then you're like, where did it go wrong? And I think where it went wrong was they just didn't understand the car. It, imagine you're taking a math test and yep. you copy all your friends' answers all the time. Yeah. It's fine if you see that same question come up. But if you have that theory of question, but in a different scenario, mm-hmm. you're not going to know how to apply that theory to a different scenario because you haven't understood it. You've just copied your mate all the time. You couldn't have put that better. And you can't copy your mate when it's 2021 and you haven't even seen what your mate's done. Exactly. And that's why they kind of failed. Genius. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. So, obviously, they just didn't understand the car mm. and they've just kind of copied. Mm-hmm. So that's so, two times they've copied a car yeah. in the last three years. Yeah. but this Genius. One, but this second time... Makes a little bit more sense. Because the other time was literally just like, they have parts from Mercedes, so they do this. This is like, they brought in Dan Fallows, who's their technical director. Mm-hmm. He's come from Red Bull. So he understands okay. the philosophy in Red Bull and understands that design. He's done his career there. He understands why they do things. And it's not like they have Honda parts in the car and they're just doing what Red Bull has done. They have Mercedes parts in the car but they've used the Mercedes parts to then meld that together with the Red Bull concept. I see. So that's what I think is a bit different this time. Okay. Is because the fact that it sort of shows a bit more understanding. They've taken one concept, they've taken another concept, they've put it together and made it work. So that gives me hope. It's clever. Yeah. And another thing that gives me hope, actually, that they're not going to falter this season is, I mean, they've said that 75% of the car is going to change. Hmm. I don't know if it will. Overseas. Seems a lot. That's a lot. Seems a lot. Yeah, it's probably too way too much. It's probably just PR nonsense to get the the hype around Aston. They always say stuff like this. Yeah. Well, all teams always say stuff like this to kind of generate good PR because they'll get pressures from the overheads. But extra um, news, extra yeah. coverage, extra Why not? noise around them, extra noise, extra yeah. hype. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, um, but they will change. I think I think at least like fifty percent of the car will change. Okay, that's maybe still a like twenty percent a... of what you can see, and a I lot see. more what you can't see. Okay, um, so you reckon a lot more kind of floor work and yeah. stuff in the, under the floor, yeah, that you don't normally see. Okay. Yeah, I think so. The stuff you won't see inside internals, internal slight tweaks to suspension, mm. just improving the working range of that car. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think will happen throughout the season. Okay, and they also benefit from that because they finished seventh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Explain. Because they get more wind tunnel time. They do. Which is lucky. Which is lucky, I think. Yeah. I well, feel you like... had an interesting theory that maybe they did that on purpose. I thought that... You never know. You never know. They might have gone... We'll go right, on. Finessed we'll... it. Go on. Well, yeah, we finessed yeah. it. We'll take a seventh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, what are no. we going to do? What a shame. We're going to come back absolutely flying next year. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, know, do you actually know how much extra time they get in the title? I don't too? know the exact... Not the exact. It would be like maybe like 2.5%, I think. Okay. So it's a yeah. good chunk. I think Williams get like 112.5. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Don't quote me. Okay. Maybe 107.5. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah. But, um, genius. If they did that on purpose, genius. Yeah. It would have had to... If they retired both cars in the final race of the season, I would have believed you. 
Could you imagine? Yeah, but everyone would be thinking, oi, <laughs> there's mm, something fishy going cheating. on there. There's yeah. something fishy going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was probably a smart idea not to do that and still, yeah, still probably, race. Yeah. There is a lot of money in sixth and seventh place, so. What, as in like a huge um, increase in money? Every in position funding. you gain up, you get more money. Lawrence Stroll's okay. a billionaire, but he's not going to be like, <laughs> I won't take I don't it. Want, I, want, I don't want this money. You know? Yeah. It all helps the team. So. 100%. Um, but um, that is a big benefit for them. Sounds it. Yeah. You actually made a good point to me the other day about you feel like the um, the, the caps. The yeah, the cost cap. The caps, the cost cap. Mm. So explain to me what you meant by you feel like it was hindering certain teams other than others. Yeah, so... Do you feel like it's not actually as level playing field as you would think if you consider that everyone gets this, roughly the same amount? Sort of. So sort of what I mean is... Um, Cost cap benefits teams that don't have spending power. So it brings the bottom of the field closer to the midfield. Okay. I think it, it hinders the gap at the top. The, the okay. budget cap, not the aero testing cap. I think that's good. Okay. But I think the budget cap hinders because I think that in the past, mm-hmm. if there were issues with a car. Yeah. Like the top three teams, top four teams, McLaren, Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull. Yeah. They just launch money at it. They just launch as much money as they could at it. Yeah. Do as many different things that they could possibly do. I mean, why wouldn't you? Because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? If you've got the money, if you've got the funding, do it. Because, you know, even if it's a few extra million, if that few extra million just makes that tiny, tiny Mm. difference, Difference. you're going to do it. It's worth it. So you take a team like, Let's say Mercedes, it's 2020, they have the fastest car. All they can do in that season is just refine that concept further and further and further. Okay. So you can keep spending money, but you're going to get less and less incremental gains per amount you spend. Whereas let's say in 2020, Ferrari didn't have a great season because their engine. Mm -hmm. They can just fly money at that. And the gains they're going to be making per pound of value they're getting are going to be greater. So if you don't cap how much they're spending, then if they just spend a billion, let's say, they won't spend a billion on a car development through one season anyway. Do you not think they'll ever, ever get to that point? I don't think a team will ever spend a billion. I think that's a bit over the, But you know what I mean? A bit it? too much. You think yeah. that's a bit too much? But like, so if Red Bull spend a billion and Ferrari spend a billion, then the gains at which Red Bull are making at the end of that billion, mm-hmm. the, so basically the final pennies they're spending... Yep. are going to be so much less than the gains Ferrari are making at that final billion they're spending. However, if you if you cap how much they can spend and they only spend 150 million, then Red Bull is still going to be making larger gains on their on their car whereas and Ferrari will also be making even larger gains on their car, but the difference between the amount of gains they're making is going to be a lot less because of where it is in the in the curve for the like the dimin- diminishing returns really red bull are getting so when you're capping how much they can spend at 150 million you're sort of stopping ferrari or mercedes close that gap to red bull quicker than if you'd not let stops that spending and just let them spend as much as they want because then they can take advantage of when red bull's gains are a lot less if that does make sense okay. if that makes sense it makes a little bit of sense yeah you just okay now that that makes sense so is there anything you would say is there any way 
that you feel like is a better way of doing it. Yeah. Like you say, I think you said about the um, the aero uh, cost. I think cap. The, I think I think the aero restrictions and wind tunnel time is really good. Would you not give Would you not give lesser teams, um, the sorry the winner the winning teams mm. um, le- less money, and as you increment incrementally go down the order, you give them more money. To you spend. give them slightly more money. Yes, yeah, I think so that's that, better. So that they make the gap. Yeah, I think that's better. Okay. The only only thing which makes that a bit harder is the fact that, um, but I think this is the best solution. But I think that the worst teams also generally have the less money so they could have a lot more to spend but they might not actually even be able to spend that much money okay that makes sense i see um okay but i think that's the best way to, to do it would be to have the teams so let's say if mercedes was one they have the least amount of money to spend yeah and if williams was last they have the most money to spend i love how williams is always just put last I mean, it, it wasn't always like that. It wasn't, it wasn't like but it, it is at the moment. Yeah. But it is funny that every single time we mention the bottom of the pack, we're like, Williams. Williams yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is true, but Williams. it's... Do you know what? Let's stick Red Bull down there. Go on. Okay. You know, Red, if Red, Red Bull, Bull were at the bottom. If Red Bull were right at the bottom down there. What is this, like 2006? Yeah. yeah. You know, when they were rubbish. <laughs> when they were rubbish. When they overtook... Over, um, who did they... Um, who did they... What, what were before Red Bull? What team was it? Hmm... It was Jaguar. In no, green. Like no wearing. way was Jaguar in F1. Yeah. In what year? 20, 20, 2000? Right, Jaguar was there until 2005. No way. See, oh, I, no, 2004, sorry. Then Red Bull joined in 2005. See, I didn't know this. I haven't been a fan for that long. Actually, then again, you probably didn't know that when you were A little toy um, Jaguar six. for Formula 1 cars. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, colour green, did you say? Yeah, green. That like dark green. green, like this green I'm wearing now. Same green as Aston Martin. Is it actually like a British racing green, though? It is a British racing green. I guess it's it a, a British, British racing green. It's a yeah. British brand. So there was Jaguar. I had a Jordan car, which was in yellow. Um, I had a Ferrari. Obviously. Um, what else did I have? I think that was it. I think that was all I had. You found something very recently on the internet that you were desperate to buy. Would you like uh-huh. to tell? Would you like to tell the people what that is? Because you know I funny? said I've told him to spend that money. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know what's funny? I told my manager at work about this, Go on. and he was like, "If I hit a certain commission target this month, then I have to buy it." Uh, yeah, you do. You absolutely do. Do you know how cool it would be? Tell tell everyone what it so, what it is. So, oh, it's so cool. There's a really Rachel good. was like, "No." Oh, everyone has told me no, <laughs> apart from. Me. But okay, so this is actually going to open up a pretty good, interesting debate, in my opinion. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, um, okay, so there, there's a there's a 2020, so 2020, the the W11 Mercedes mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton's car, made out of the carbon fiber that he that was used in the race that he won the world championship in Turkey, which is my favorite race ever of him. And it's a scale model, and they use the Mercedes facilities, the CAD designs, to actually hand make the car. Why have you not bought it? Why mm. you, what, what are we doing? Why are we it's sitting here quid. doing this podcast instead of buying this? It's 900 quid. But I don't care. It's worth it. It is <laughs> so worth it. I know. It's so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, and by the way, even though we are Lewis fans, obviously that is yeah. super cool. That would be so sick with anyone. Verstappen's car, with any just yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd even have it from Williams. I really would. We just hate it on Williams again. But Poor like, Williams. But maybe, yeah. I, won't, I, won't, I won't, maybe wouldn't spend nine hundred quid on. Do you know Williams what you could one. do? You can just get like, just get like a little like blue cotton ball, put Duracell battery on the top, and you got a Williams. 
<laughs> and if you blow it, you go as fast. You go as fast. Because <laughs> the clock, anyway. Yeah, this is so funny because Logan Sargent's your person to be the like surprise, good shock of the season. Yep, sticking by that. I'm sticking by <laughs> that. Um, anyway. But yeah, so my manager was like, yeah, you have to talk about this in the podcast. And I was like, did he say that? I was like, there's no way it's going to come into conversation. And it has. Yes, it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are big F1 fans, but I think that it is a pretty cool piece of history. And 100%. it's only going to go up in value. 100%. But this brings me on to an interesting point. So I said to Rachel mm-hmm. that I would give up like doing social things mm-hmm. for like a year, let's say. And if I put all that money aside... That hold on would... a minute. What you... Hold on. What? Say that again? You would give up every social situation for a whole year... This might have been hyperbole. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, but the point I'm trying to make is like, I would give up like nights out and stuff for a whole year. If I put that money aside mm-hmm. and put it into this car, mm-hmm. That the money that I would save from that and put into the car is more valuable to me than... Instead of buying this car, spending every week on going out. And she okay. was like... But then again, quite... you would only need to spend... This is terrible, but sometimes we can go, you can go on nights out. We're in Brighton, if you guys are wondering as well. So it's quite... Drink is expensive down here. Yeah, let's say an average night out, you're probably spending 100 quid. Oh, I reckon... Oh, yeah, I reckon I'm spending more. Really? I'm trying to like be a bit more... You, yeah, I reckon I'm on like 150 more. odd quid on like... A really? good night out. So like, as in, I've started... You know, six or seven o'clock. Mm. I'm there till early morning. It's a lot of money. I reckon I'm probably spending mm. 150. So quid. like, what's that? Six nights out? It's probably about six quid. nights out. 900 quid. But then that means the rest of the year you can go out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give up six nights out. 100%. Oh, any day I'd of the week. I'd give up nine nights out. And I'm a very sociable person. You are. Yeah. You're out all the time. Yeah. And I, w- I would give it up for mm. that. I would too. Mm. To be honest, I don't go out that yeah. often these days anyway. But Rachel thought that that was weird. She's like, but why wouldn't you want to spend quality time? And I'm like... It's because I'm so passionate about F1. Like, I'm so passionate about the sport. Mm. Like, these sort of, like, models and stuff are a lot more, like, precious to someone like me. Whereas, like, if you're not passionate about the sport, I was like, I don't know what girls do. So I was like, like, Zara is pretty passionate about F1. Yes, of course. So I'm sure she'd be similar where she'd want to get, if she could get, like, a little Sebastian Vettel, Red Bull, RB13. That would be so cool. Mm. The Max one, she'd love a Max one. And she prefers Vettel, so she'd actually... Yeah, but she'd love a Max one as well. She'd love a Max one. Yeah, like a I didn't know that. Why did she not wear Vettel colours in, uh, in she Hungary? She wore, like, a Vettel t-shirt. Did she? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we were... That was a heavy weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, was... Do you know what I don't understand? What? And this is women. I don't understand this about women. Is this going to be wildly sexist? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Handbags. Yeah. Oh, my goodness me. They're handy. They're handy. Yeah. They are handy, but you know what else is handy? A Sainsbury's plastic bag. But very you're not going to carry a... You've had to... You cannot spend hundreds yeah, and hundreds can. of pounds on a bag that can only fit your phone and the purse. Yeah. It, no. But they don't have pockets in their stuff. <laughs> their stuff. Their, their trousers, I mean. <laughs> I forgot the word for trousers. In their stuff in their stuff no they don't I agree that's why a bag can be handy but I still feel like if you're going to have a bag have a proper bag you don't need to spend hundreds of pounds no it's fashion right it's like the same as like when you get you got a pair, you have like a pair of really expensive Jordans it's a pair of shoes walk about in them 
Everybody knows how expensive shoes are, for one. And, and two, everyone knows how expensive handbags are. They were only 250 quid. Only? Yeah, only, only 250 yes. quid? Yeah. Okay, maybe a pair of shoes that aren't like less than... Okay, they, they were expensive. <laughs> okay. It's like double the price of any of the shoes I have. <laughs> what shoes? That's like double my Dr. Ma- Doc Martens. Doc Martens are way more expensive than Jordans. No, they're not. I paid like one fifty. Wait, which one? What are Doc Martens again? Are they the big black ones? Big blue. Yeah. Oh no! What am I thinking of? Queen, whatever the McQueens. What are they called? Oh, uh, Alexander, Alexander McQueen. McQueen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's designer. But that's, I don't get that. What's wrong with a girl buying a handbag? What, what's wrong with a boy buying a handbag? There's nothing wrong with anyone buying a handbag. Yeah. It's about the price of that handbag. <laughs> I mean, it's a scalable. Like you can get like a twenty pound handbag. Perfect. Get yeah. me that. But if you get have... me that, and I'll wear and I'll wear it, it'll be great. That's like saying, you know your expensive Gucci necklace you have on? That is sentimental. My family got me that. <laughs> I don't care. It's the same thing. They could, your family could have got you a 20 pound silver chain. No, but it's still the, sentimental. But this is the one it's I liked. This is the one I liked. <laughs> You're such a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. He told me. I'm very sorry about anyone. You take all of that. He, back. she, whoever you are, buy a handbag. Yeah. Make it expensive as you want. I'm now on your side. Good, good. See? Okay. I'm this. Okay. I'll take it, put my hands up. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> Do you know what I would take it and put my hand up? Go on. Uh, I was wrong about Aston Martin at the start of the season. What do you mean? I was wrong because I thought that the hype was a bit too much over them. However, do you really, do you think they're going to stay as strong as this the whole way through? I'm sticking with my prediction of Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, Aston. But I think it, it's a... Constructors. I, I would not bet any money on, on my word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If that was, in the, if that was a book, on the bookies, if that was at the bookies, you would not bet that. No. Okay. You'd probably get like quite good odds if you did want to bet on it. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to go ahead. That's a good hard. point. But I'm going to stick with it because I, I'm stubborn. You are stubborn. <laughs> But I will admit I was wrong about Asaman. I really okay. didn't think that they'd have that much pace. I was quite surprised at how much pace they had. It was quite a surprise in testing, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. And everyone was like, whoa, where, where has, has this pace come from? It was sort of a bit like, wow. Yeah. It's just come, kind of come out of the blue. Yeah. Like, it, like everyone was like, Red Bull are at the top. Shock horror. Yeah. Nobody cares. Um <laughs> Well, no, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, no yeah but like, can, in, yeah. it was just guaranteed. Everyone knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And it was, we didn't even need to see testing, so yeah, that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah. They're flying. Mercedes and Ferrari were always a little bit kind of in the air, depending on how they, how mm. their um, winter went. Mm. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Aston Martin was a complete, like, anomaly. They were like, do you know what I mean? It was like, so that's why there's been so much news around it. How they've just got so much pace. Crazy pace, crazy, crazy pace. Crazy speed. Crazy and it's pace. Good. Uh, a sustained, it was a sustained lap time. It was the lap time that impressed me the most, actually. Mm. The amount they were able to push the tyres. Mm. I mean, I was, I should have thought about it more, and it's easy to say this in hindsight, but everyone knows Bahrain's a very tyre hungry track. And I knew Ferrari coming into it were going to have deg issues. So I, I, I think I said in, in, in that podcast, I was like, Ferrari going to drop back because of Deg. Yep. But I should have looked at, te- at practice closer and realised that Mercedes were also going to have Deg issues. By the way, he's saying Deg, that means tyre degradation. 
Yes. Just for those for who don't know. Yeah, just, but for, I should, just I should, for the people like me yeah. that took a second to go, uh, what? Oh, I see what you mean now. Yeah. Carry on. So you do usually see like quite a big difference in teams because of you're managing tire degradation, so the teams that can do it, whereas at, let's get, we're going to go to Saudi, it's not as bad on deck. I think we should see a bit of a closer race, I hope. Mm-hmm. I think, hope. Yeah. Um, and then like you saw how Lando Norris, once he pitted and didn't have to bother looking after his tires, he was, do you remember he was keeping up with Lewis and Alonso? He was like right behind them for like lap after lap after lap. Yeah. However, so, he'd been in the pits five times by that point. Yeah. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was not great. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Paul McLaren, stinky. <laughs> They're like last year's Aston Martin. Mm. <laughs> Their roles have reversed. Yeah. But you, where, where you, what's funny as well, cool. Mercedes have a stake in McLaren and Mercedes have a stake in Aston Martin. Yes. I know and about the Aston of, Martin one. I didn't know about the, they the used McLaren. To, so German McLaren used to be McLaren Mercedes. Of course they did. Mm. And then they made that McLaren Mercedes switch to McLaren Honda in 2015. And then they, oh. after a long Honda, then Renault stint, and then came back to Mercedes. I didn't know that. But it's no longer McLaren Mercedes, it's McLaren with a Mercedes engine in the car. Whereas now, Aston Martin, Mercedes- Wait, McLaren don't do their own engines? No, Mercedes do. Do you, do you think McLaren did their own engines? I thought no. McLaren did their own no, engines. No, 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 McLaren had Mercedes engines. So McLaren, wow, I've been very wrong about that. So Mercedes came back into the sport yeah. through supplying engines to McLaren, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And then they bought the customer team Braun and became a full works team. Yes, of course. Um, and then, um, so let's actually, if you go to um, 20, they had that all the way up to 2014. Mm-hmm. So in 2015, McLaren made the switch to Honda engines. Mm-hmm. Disastrous. Terrible. Then in, Honda are just generally in F1 pretty disastrous at the moment. They, they just, just make the wrong calls. They just keep the making the wrong calls. But they have like one of the best engines on the grid, to be fair to me. Honda make great engines. Mm. They're just really just strong. really yeah. bad at timing. Yeah, timing is poor. <laughs> Their timing is poor. Um, and then, they, and then uh, McLaren then went to Renault. And then Renault, they then switched from Renault to Mercedes again. So basically just wasted like a big chunk of years and they could just stuff themselves. I didn't know that. Speaking of engines, I've heard a rumour. Oh yeah. My room, the rumour that I've heard is that this season, because Mercedes have a 20%, I think it was 20% stake in Aston Martin, there is a possibility. 20%. 20%, roughly, I think. Okay. Might be slightly more, slightly less. It's roughly 20%. Because they have a 20% stake in Mm -hmm. Aston Martin, if Aston Martin keep going at the rate they're going, which mm-hmm. sounds likely, in, yeah. So in the past, Mercedes engines that have gone to Aston Martin have always been their kind of not their one hundred percent engines. There's obviously still work to a very high level. Mm. Um, there's very small margins. Mercedes have kept their one hundred percent guaranteed engines that they think are perfect, and yep. given Aston Martin there maybe secondary engines. Mm-hmm. Yes. So back to it. Mm-hmm. There is a rumour that if Aston Martin keep doing well, that might flip. See, it's I, a rumor. I, I don't think that that's the case. I really don't agree with that rumour. Okay. Because I think that... I don't think that... It just doesn't make sense for the whole Mercedes brand. Okay. Because AMG are part of Mercedes, and even though AMG do the engines, mm-hmm. it's part of Mercedes. And it doesn't make sense to me that the brand would risk their own brand image of having the, not the best Mercedes car on the grid mm-hmm. by giving a better engine to Aston Martin. It sounds silly, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Hopefully, I, this is a rumor. You've so this seen is this, but you've seen this on like you reputable sources, haven't you? I can't remember why I saw it. It was GP blog. GP blog. Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah, they're called GP, and they're, they're a reputable source. Okay, so yeah. this is just what I've heard. It's not. It's not definite. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not definite. I don't really know if mm. that's definitely going to happen, um, but it's a rumor. Yeah. And like you say, I think. I mean, if it was me and I was Mercedes. I wouldn't be doing that. Why would I give my 100% engines? Yeah, you wouldn't. My, my favourite engines. You give the, the Pierre de Resistance engine to your own yeah. car. And you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, I don't think there'll be anywhere in the contract that says that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that was interesting to mention. Yeah, anyway. Interesting to mention. Beep, 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 beep. Rachel's questions. <laughs> <laughs> That was terrible, wasn't it? It's like such a little giggle. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. Very cringy. Really terrible. But anyway, we're on to Rachel's question. What is Rachel's question? Go for it. So Rachel's question was, what do drivers do when they retire? Interesting. And I think it's kind of funny because obviously Alonso is really old. Vettel's just retired. Vettel's just retired. I I actually want to ask you, uh, we'll answer this question first. So when drivers retire, I don't know, they either go to their family um yeah you seem to think that they just party non-stop <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah because back in the day drivers were you know supposed the, the stereotype was that drivers and the you know they were just mad they were party animals they were out every night mm. in the clubs in the town just yeah. absolutely going mad yeah but you told me that that's not really the case yeah like uh, james hunt used to um nigel mansell used to i can imagine daniel ricardo doing that yeah Sergio Perez loves to party. Perez? Oh, that'd be, yeah. Can you imagine having a... Actually, actually, would Perez actually be a good person to go out for a party? Perez goes out with Lewis Hamilton a lot. Do they? They used to. I don't know if they do anymore. Okay, now that they're enemies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even though they've always been enemies, but extra enemies now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Um, Lewis Hamilton will obviously go out and he'll continue as his... He'll do something in fashion, wouldn't he? Um, but loads oh, of drivers yeah. now, like Nico Rosberg goes with his family, Vettel going with his family. Magnussen's got a family now. Yeah. Very different guy, I think. Yeah, punditry. You have like Jensen Button being a pundit. punditry. That's a great one to go yeah. into. Martin Brundle, Corinne Chandock, Paul Resta. So you don't even have to be good. <laughs> oh, that is savage. <laughs> you don't even need to be good at the sport to be a good pundit. Yeah, exactly. Who's your favourite pundit? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. He's my favourite pundit. I I like a bit of Jensen Button here and there, but I feel like he's a bit one-dimensional now. He sort of says the same things over and over. Okay. Um, Martin Brundle's probably the most consistently... No, you know what? Corinne Chandock, he always does good breakdowns. Or Jolien Palmer. Jolien Palmer does a great breakdown after every race, actually. I like Jolien Palmer. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I think he's good. Who's yours? Uh, Natalie Pinkham. I wonder why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's really great. <laughs> she's, to be fair, she is like, she is an unreal, Absolutely. really, really good pundit. She's yeah. a great pundit. She gets the best in, she does really well in interviews, in my opinion. Like, she can really mm. get a lot out of the drivers. Absolutely. There's yeah. A, yeah, she's great. No, she, there's nothing yeah. wrong with, I'm just making the joke because I find her fairly attractive. Yeah. But and she is also genuinely... really knowledgeable about, knowledgeable about F1 as well. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah, great. Yeah. She's so really, really like great. doubly attractive. Doubly attractive. <laughs> Do you know who sucks? Go on. Paul DeResta. 
Awful driver, I knew even you were worse say pundit. That. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Awful driver, even worse pundit. How, how could you possibly be a worse pundit than you are driver when you're Paul DeResta? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so funny. I knew you were going to say that. Nico Rosberg's good. Um, do you know he beat Lewis Hamilton in the same machinery in 2016? I did. Oh. Yes, I did know that. I don't think he's mentioned that. Um, but, I mean, well, fair play to him. Well played. He was, I mean, they didn't like each other. They really no, didn't like really each other at the end. Other. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, talking about retirement, um, what do you think Alonso will do when he retires? Probably crawl back into his cave that <laughs> he's come out of. Spanish cave. <laughs> yes, a Spanish cave. Just gone, goodbye, everyone. And then he'll, he'll go into he'll, his cave. He'll like, he'll somehow like unage. Yeah. He'll become like 37 again. Yeah. And then come back out and do a couple more years in F1. Exactly. He'll yeah, get bored yeah. in his cave. Yeah. And he'll come back out as a. <laughs> As a re- reborn thirty-seven-year-old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he might move. He might go again for the triple crown, actually, because I know he tried IndyCar for a bit. It mm. wasn't very successful. Oh, gutted. Um, Which is very weird. Yeah. You can you'd think that he'd just fly in an you think IndyCar. So? How long? How far do you think he is off a retirement? Hmm. How old is he now? Exactly. Do you know? Is he 40? 41. 41, I would say. I'm gonna guess two years. What do you think? Why two years? Surely he can't last that much longer. Your body, your reflexes, your mind must come to a point where it just can't hack it. Like, 41, let's say he's 41, by the time he's retired, he's 43 going on 44. That For any sport, apart from maybe golf, so yeah, any sport, that is like a great age to get to in any sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon? Um, I think three years. And... This year... Is so you reckon he'll be between 44 and 45 years old? Yeah, yeah, Wow. So I think that he'll... This year is the, like, wow, exciting. Mm-hmm. They've got a chance. Next year is their title push year. If they... If he wins the title, he retires. If he doesn't win the title... Like, even if he wins the title in his second year, he goes for another one. And if he doesn't win, he definitely retires. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't win the title in the second year, unless Aston Martin are again fighting for a title, if they're not, he'll retire because he'll get frustrated. That's my opinion. He has okay. a two-year contract. That does make a lot of sense to and me. And I think he'll do a one-year extension after next year. Okay. And then he'll retire. I'm gonna t- I'll tell you what, I'll agree with you with that one. Mm-hmm. Let's. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you and we'll say three years. Yeah. If it goes any longer, I mean, it's amazing that he's at the age he is now. I'm yeah, doing it. yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, a, what an athlete and what a, what yeah, a champion athlete. to yeah, keep yeah. going. Yeah. And he, I mean, he must love at it. At such well. a high level. To be the, such the, a good level. To be the third best driver on the grid. Yeah. It's pretty unreal. It's unbelievable. Right. And experience only comes knowledge. So, fair play to him. Yeah. Love that. Any, uh, any added bits we need to... Any... No, I was thinking... That's all I've got to say about Aston Martin, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Hope yeah. You, hope you've enjoyed. I very much enjoyed this one. Yeah. This was great. This was good fun. This was really good fun. <laughs> it was good fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's lights out. Take care. Peace.